Welcome to Faithfully Unapologetic. We are your hosts, and I'm Kelly Jean Pittman, and this is my amazing and beautiful daughter, Gina. We are a mom and teen duo who are super excited to help you discover the secret to finding joy in the chaos of the everyday. We're honored to share this time with you every two weeks, while you'll learn how to break free from the cycle of anxious thoughts while moving into joy and peace on a daily basis. We'll encourage you to step into your power, find joy, and become the best version of yourself while improving your relationship with God. So please be sure to subscribe so that together we can spread joy even amongst the chaos and faithfully nurture our body, mind, and soul. You can find us on Instagram at faithfully underscore apologetic and at kellyjeanpittman.com. Thank you so much and we really hope you enjoy this week's episode. Welcome, beautiful souls. We're so glad you're with us today. Welcome back, guys. Welcome. Today we have a very exciting topic that we're going to be talking about. It's all about gifts. Who doesn't like gifts? I love gifts. I mean, uh, it's like I, I love receiving and giving gifts. It's awesome. It is. I, I love, yes, gifts, um, giving and receiving, but I actually like giving the best. I actually have, I shop all year for people and I actually have a closet full of gifts at any given time. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, because there's sales going all the time. So mom's like, oh, this is perfect for this person. And then she'll grab it. And it, it's just so beautiful to see how the Holy Spirit moves you to buy some stuff for people. It is. And they're like, where'd you get this? I'm like, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Just when, my where, closet. how? Like, I, I thought of you. But gifts, we love gifts. Yeah. And what we're talking about today is that you, you, your very self, all of the people who are listening, you can be like the greatest gift to everyone around you. Yeah. You possess a gift. A gift that only you can give. Mm-hmm. And that's better than anything in this world. Yeah. And it, it's not money. You don't no. need any money. It's not money. It's not things. It's not anything of this material world. No, it's not. You know what? It's not even love. No. Which is weird because, I mean, if you're giving people love, that seems like it would be the greatest gift. The greatest gift. And God is love. Yeah. But the problem with that is that we're not God. No, and humans. Unfortunately, no. yeah. <laughs> well, we're made in the image of God, so that is. So we are in the essence of Him for sure. But we're human, and on this earth, we kind of fall short. And so people can love people and say they love them, and then honestly, a lot of the hurt in the world is from people that have loved people but hurt them. Yeah, and they can hurt them through actions or words so it almost feels like love means nothing then there's a lot of confusion about love i think when people get hurt yeah and that that's what makes god so god yeah because his spirit is that unconditional love but we're not even talking about love no so <laughs> but there was a hint there there was and what was the that? greatest gift is your ability to communicate your words the way you speak Yes, your words. Your words are actually a gift to everyone that you speak. Yes, and it's not mutually exclusive to people who can speak. This can be through your body language, facial expressions. If you sign, like, the words that you express are so, such a gift to you and to the people around you if you use it the way that God intends it to be. Right, which is using very kind words. Words to lift people up and not tear down. And I think in our society, particularly today, um, especially with social media, and I think even in movies, there's just this crassness 
Yeah. There's a rudeness. There. It's not even in, like, well, it's obviously in social media and on media, but it's everyday life just with the people I'm around. There's so much, like, cussing and just really rude jokes and making fun of people for no reason. It's right. It's rude. like rude. It's, it's pollution of the soul. It yeah. really is. We, we're polluting the soul with words. Because we'll go ahead and cut to our first Bible yeah, I mean, just because it's, Let's get right into let's get word. To it because it's all over in the Bible uh, that you should use your words to build people up. Yeah. Because, not to tear them down. No. Because words are like a knife and they can cut people up and hurt them. Yeah. So the first Bible verse we have is Proverbs twelve eighteen, and it says, Reckless words pierce like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. And so like you were saying, words have the ability to tear people down, but they also have the ability to build people up. People up. And I've noticed this in my everyday life, just being around some of my people that I'm around. <laughs> I don't know they what else do you say? But just like if they're using really crass words and cutting down other people it makes me feel icky it does it makes you feel kind of crappy i can i can almost feel the darkness right yeah. in your area and people are like it's like whoa i don't know i remember one time we went fishing um my husband and i it was actually before we had kids so it was a long time ago but there was this man with these two kids fishing, but uh, he got really angry, and he just started cussing them out. And the, the kids were pretty little. They're maybe eight, uh, right around there, eight years old, six years old, kind of that age. And um, it was really unsettling to witness yeah. that. It's like it the, the whole atmosphere, everything, it just changed. It did not feel good. Uh -huh. There was no goodness, no kindness, and I really felt sad you know, for the kids. We weren't even necessarily even that near them. I mean, I, I worry couldn't even have done anything or mm -hmm. said anything, but uh, it, it definitely changes the yeah. environment around you. But that can be said for the opposite. If someone is just like so encouraging and just uses such kind words, like I have one of my friends is like this. She's just such a light to be around and I can't even like explain, but she, she heard spirit is so gentle and the words that she uses are so positive and she like has a very positive mindset and like just being around her like can make me feel better because she's just so positive and uses words that are so kind and humble and gentle right and so it can be simple or easy i mean or like words that you say i mean what i'm yeah. saying because we talked about this podcast and we practice it and we do what we we try to do what we preach right yeah we're working on yes. talking more positive and it's always shocking to me when we do these podcasts because you know things the steps i think i'm doing pretty good but then might really dial it down and really focus you notice and become aware right it's like wow i would say i'm a pretty positive person but these negative words sneak in so easily it's so hard and it's even on the simple things, which I can use, like, even today, because we would catch each other, and even you said the other day, yesterday, I think, it's like, positive, positive, when I said something. <laughs> yeah. And that, which I like, that But this prompt. is definitely more in the forefront of our brain, and so when this topic came up, 
and our favorite devotion book, Jesus Calling, our minds kind of like synced up. It was the Holy Spirit. And we were like, we need to do this for a podcast because it's so powerful. And we've only been working on it and holding each other accountable. But it's just yes. such a, our words are so powerful. Right, because I, cause I called you then on something negative. But yeah. Then, right, but you can get defensive because you're like, well, it's just a joke. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean anything. How many times have you heard um, somebody say something kind of negative and somebody gets upset and they're like, well, they try to make excuses. Yeah. Well, it's just a joke. It's just sarcasm. I didn't mean anything by yeah. it. It's like lighten up. You're too sensitive. You mm-hmm. know, has anybody heard all those words? But I honestly said? think it's I have. your your core wounds or your inner just trauma coming out, but you're just trying to lighten it because no one really wants to be negative, but... No, yeah. and I think maybe some people do want to be negative. I think that's where they get their energy from. Yeah. Or that's what they know, maybe. Yeah. That's, uh, some people are designed more that way, so it can be a little bit more challenging. But you can change it. So the, the positive thing here, and what we want you to take away with, is you can change that. Because when you change your words, you're literally going to change your life Yeah. and the people around you. For sure. And kind of like we said, or the Bible verse, it says, Reckless words pierce like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. So you have the ability to bring healing. You have the ability to bring light into your own environment, which is going to impact other people. And it's such an amazing thing when you are able to use your words to uplift people. Yeah, it really is. And I just want to say it's even on simple things. Like I was just, we're redoing the bedroom and I'm very excited of my son. He wants to move into the basement. And actually, I, I might have even said, I said something like, oh, well, Oh, I don't even remember what he said. Like, we're kicking him out. Something really negative in my head. Like, I was kind of making fun. But it's kind of funny, like, you know. But then I'm like, I don't want to use those. Kick him out kind of like he's a loser or something. I don't know. (laughs) But he's not. (laughs) No, he's not. It was something kind of funny. I mean, and it's like, I used to be very sarcastic. But I've really changed over the years as I've kind of dug in deep and kind of addressed some of my core wounds as a child and have let go of that sarcasm yeah and so but you know i was kind of in a way raised that way and worked in the environment for over 20 years and where it was so sometimes it's hard to purge (laughs) yeah that away so it was a it was a i realized it was a kind of a sarcastic negative thought and I might have said it softly I don't know but that I stopped I paused actually and said you know what it's like he's just transitioning rooms um and he is and I don't have to add drama I don't have to add crassness I I, I didn't really need all of that and um and it's great because he wants to uh set up the basement as a sound studio a music studio for himself so it's actually a very exciting thing and a blessing so you know the more you keep saying it's like yeah he's moving up because he's moving down to bigger and better things with his music <laughs> studio how much more of a blessing is that statement than that sarcastic joke that was kind of i mean you when you positive. say that you're you're acknowledging that he's like moving on instead of you know, moving out and you're coming out and he's, right. you know, it, it adds like a whole new perspective and a better light and positivity to it. Right. And I just use that as a simple thing. Like even in just little tiny simple things that aren't, yeah. don't seem like a big deal, but I, you can make it, you can make it more impactful. Mm-hmm. You can be a blessing. And you, you can, can kind of see the situation in reality. Yeah. Instead of kind of using negativity as a cop out. Yeah. 
And, and trying to say that is funny. Yeah. When really we want to move out. Nobody likes to be the brunt of jokes. It's always no. funny, except for the person who's it's, being made fun of. It's funny until it's, <laughs> like, you. Yeah, and so a little, a, qu- a quick little tip that we, I think, both do. Yes. Um, is once you become conscious, uh, and sometimes it's really hard to know what to say sometimes, especially when you're starting out. Yeah. Because it's like, well... Maybe negative negativity or negativity in your words is just a pattern, it's a habit. Right. It's hard to break out of any pattern. It really is. And so if you just stop before you speak and say, Holy Spirit, guide my tongue, is a great quick little prayer Yeah. before you speak. I mean, it even talks about it in the Bible. I, I can't exactly remember what book I've been reading. Just I've been going from book to book. And it talks about how... Ask, like, inviting the Holy Spirit to come in, especially when you don't know, because you don't need to know. You don't need to have the words. You can literally invite the Holy Spirit in, Amen. and it will give you the words. It's such a cool process, and so thankful for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, yes, and it really is. And so some of the words, when I've become more conscious of this, because I've been working on this, I'll say, for a while, <laughs> and some of the words that surprise me, that I say, pretty regularly that I did. I don't as much anymore. Yeah. I've tried to get rid of them, but stupid, dumb, horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just things like that. I'm like, why? why? That's not stupid. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's just not a word that I can use much better words to describe that situation that will lift yeah. up the situation than to use that word. Yeah. So... Then we're going to go on to another Bible verse, our second Bible verse, and this is from James, and it says, My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. So now we've taken this a little step further. We're kind of going, it ties directly in with our tip that we gave, right, to take that pause. So... Take that pause because we want to listen. What I find for myself, in particular as I get older, for it, it's getting it's getting worse. Or maybe I'm getting more self-conscious of it or more consciously aware of it. Mm-hmm. But I feel, since I'm older, I'm feeling like I'm tending to think I'm going to know what people are going to say. You know, boom, boom, boom before they finish. And I want to respond and answer or talk before they even get done saying what they're going to say. Yeah. And... I realize I don't really know what they're going to say in the end. And it's kind of rude. And I'm not really listening then either. Mm-hmm. And so That's very true. You might shoot yourself in the foot if you respond too quickly. Yeah. And so this is really important where it says right here in the Bible from James. It's like, take note. Everyone should be quick to listen. If you're quick to listen, you're not going to respond immediately. No. So you need a moment to pause. And so that kind of goes to our second tip, which is taking a pause before you speak, also known as the three second rule. Yes. So this kind of came. I don't you've probably heard of this before, but when I was younger, I used to like mom would say like, oh, assume what people were going to say. And then I would answer and then it wouldn't be what I was actually feeling because I didn't listen to the rest of the question. And so mom and dad were like, okay, Jaina, chill out. You need to take three seconds before you answer any question or respond because you you don't know what we're going to say. And I want you to know what you're saying and what's coming out of your mouth. I want it to be intentional. 
And so they're like, take three seconds before you respond. And so this applies really well because when you're listening to someone, if you're actually listening to them, you're going to take a moment to take in what they said and then respond if you have anything to say. Right. And so, yeah, that is a good example because I think a lot of times we are emotional. The words that things people are saying gets our emotions going. And then we just kind of want to explode our own words Mm -hmm. and get our own message. Or we have this thought or something, right, a need that we want to be met, that we don't almost care what people are saying. And I don't know if you mind me sharing the story about, like, the three-second rule. Like, one of the reasons why that that pause is good because, right, then you have time to process what was being said. um, Because sometimes when we get emotional, we get really defensive. And when we get defensive, we get oppositional. And so it almost becomes a no, 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 no matter what. Has anybody been there? It's like, yeah, I've been there. I'm really upset and I'm mad. It's just like... No, you know, like everybody, somebody's talking, and it's just like, no, no, no. It's like yeah. nothing even matters. Then they matters. ask if you want ice cream, and you say no, and then you're, you're all mad, and then it's just like, <laughs> uh, uh, you beat me to it. That was my perfect example. <laughs> yes, you said it exactly right. It's like she's it's mad, and it's like, I've you, done that before. <laughs> you want ice cream, and she's like, no. And so it's like, we really want her to get like, her ice no. cream because you don't want ice cream? Okay. Yeah, it's we her favorite thing in the world, but. Words do have meaning. I think we're stuck in a society right now where that lack of truth makes things confusing. So people don't even really listen to what's being said because a lot of things don't make sense. And so I think that's kind of, you know, with that no, that automatic response that nobody even cares what anybody's saying. It's like, I just have my view and my thoughts and whatever, or I'm mad or... But this way of society is creating a lot of lot less empathy for people, and which makes it harder to connect with people. Right. So relationships are being like broken apart because of the words that we use. And we're disconnected because we're kind of functioning in extremes. It's like we're really emotional about something, and we're passionate about it, and we think everybody what should have our passion. Yeah, That's I mean, I I have that me. view about some things in the world. And if they don't have it, it's like goodbye. Yeah, I'm not talking to yeah. you. Yeah. It's like, you're not part of my group. You're yeah. not my peeps. I mean, that, that even happened in, like, my own friend group. Uh, it's it's very, it's a hard thing to deal with, but words have meaning, and you should be quick to listen. Yeah, and quick hear to listen. And other yeah. people, because when you're just quick to speak, you're just getting what you want out, and that kind of leads to something we were talking about before you had brought this up, that when in a relationship, when you feel like you're lacking something, it's mm-hmm. typically something you're not giving. So if you feel like you're not being heard, you're probably not listening to other people. Yes, and that that is very true. Um, so what you're, yeah, what you're feeling, right, that is lacking from somebody else is often a lack deep within, but we have so many defense mechanisms that oh. we block mm-hmm. that because... We know we're all perfect, y'all. Oh, yeah. We're so perfect. We all know <laughs> we we're perfect. We don't make no mistakes. We just look at everybody else and look at their mistakes. Yeah. Actually, just so we don't have to look at our own, really, is what it is. Mm-hmm. So we want to pause, that pausing. And when we pause, we have time to ask the Holy Spirit Exactly. See, look at, wow. I didn't even connect that till now. That was awesome. Yeah. 
It is. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I don't think we have to respond to everything. No. I don't think everything needs a response. No. I mean, you want to communicate, but sometimes it'd be like, yeah, you know what? That's an interesting side. That's an interesting point of view. Yeah. I'll have to think about that. Mm -hmm. And you can leave it at that. You don't have to get defensive. You don't have to shove your idea down there. It really just depends. It's kind of like when we're reading the Bible where God, Jesus was not accepted in different cities and villages. He didn't waste his time there. He left. Yeah. Right? So if you're in a conversation with somebody and it's heated and they're have a lot of passion and stuff to say, you and they're, it's clear that, you know, you're not being heard. You heard this side. Um, you can just say, wow, that's really interesting. I'm going to think about that. Yeah. And just bow out. Yeah, Mom and I have been talking about this a lot. Are we ready to go on to our third Bible verse? I think we are. All right, so that one is... Oh, I like this one. I really like this one, too. I don't know how you thought of this one, because we were just, like, in the car, and then we had this other Bible verse we were going to use, possibly, but then Mom thought of this one, and it's quite amazing. Yeah, I really like this one, and I did a, I did a reel on this one on our Instagram, and, and a post. Oh, that's... <laughs> so that's okay. why I'm familiar with this one, because I really... This is one of the most important things I think we can do for society as a whole if we really change the words we use with people. Yeah. I think it will make such a great change. Uh, We want to build people up. If we're building people up with our words, think about the community we would live in and the family we would have. And I know this is much easier said than done, so I'm not, you know, saying this is easy, but it's definitely worth... Every word that we say that's positive, every word that we change is going to lead yeah. to something better. And the, with everything, with, with any pattern or cycle that you're trying to break, baby steps. Baby steps. All right. So this one is from Proverbs and it's uh, chapter 16, verse 24. And it says, kind words are like honey. Ooh, really sugary, sweet, <laughs> sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. And the Bible. This is the Bible that says that. the Bible. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul, and healthy for the body. Yeah, this is no modern-day self-help book. Well, yeah, it is a modern-day self-help book. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay, the Bible is relevant any (laughs) time. Yeah, but it was written 2,000 years ago. Yeah, which is so cool. And it's like, wow, this, like, is so much truth. But it's so true. I mean, like, okay, if you know me... I love the South. I started loving the South when we first went to Myrtle Beach, and I fell in love more with it when we went to Alabama. Mm-hmm. But I love, I love the Virginia. South. Everyone is okay. Well, not everyone. I'm gonna say everyone because that's I a generalization. Be. But a lot of people that we met down there, and even my English teacher from freshman year, she was from Georgia, and she would just like she would say like honey pie, sweetie, and. You just love that adoration. Like, it makes you feel warm and inviting. Yeah. Uh, invited. You want to melt into their arms. It's like, oh, give me a hug, please. Yeah, exactly. Me? It's like, it's just so warm. And so, but it's true. Kind words are like honey. And it doesn't even have to be with, like, someone who's Southern. But when you're yeah, using kind words, southern. you just feel so joyful around them. And you just want to be around that person because they're, they're, Giving you an example of how Christ lived. Hey, sugar bee. <laughs> yeah. Honey doll. Hey, sweetheart. I don't know if he 
quite use those words, but I don't think so. But I think his love was he was like Middle Eastern a- emanated all around him. He <laughs> yes. drew people in with yes. his jumpsuit. He had that same kindness. energy. <laughs> but you know, there's different ways to show that love, and uh, I, I, I do want to be a honey sugar pea, sweet talking lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to be. Yes. And so and so that um, leads to tip number three, really, actually, yeah. is that what I've been working on is I, I fell upon this article that really talked about improving relationships. And it, and it did bring up the point that you had mentioned that when you're looking at somebody and feel like somebody is not giving you the respect, they're not giving you the love, that you need to look within and check yourself. Because oftentimes you're not you giving that. You better check that. yourself. You gotta check yourself. Oftentimes you're not giving that in that relationship. Yeah. And which I makes don't... so much sense though, because if you're not giving it, why why do mm-hmm. they have the responsibility or feel the need to give that back? Yes, and particularly in a romantic relationship, when all of a sudden you feel like the love romantic is dropped. Relationships? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scandalous. Scandalous. <laughs> you're not quite there yet. But you can even think of a friend relationship. It goes both it goes both ways. But thanks for thanks for reminding me that I'm single. <laughs> and God's timing, my sweet. God's timing. You have to have faith in all of that. Of course. We're, we're not relationships are a big deal. So you yeah. wanna get right with yourself before you can, you know, yeah. balanced and get things organized before Motherly you move advice. On to that. Yes. <laughs> But so romantic or friends, yeah, but I mean, when you feel like friends. the love and attention pull away, it, you can get angry. You can feel abandoned and you want to cross your arms and say, hmm, I, and even it's like, I'm not going to be nice to you or love you because I don't feel that you're being nice or loving me. Yeah. And so you're not going to give it. But you don't want to like them. give love and attention for the wrong reasons just to receive it back. You want to give it genuinely and wholeheartedly. Yeah, that's going to bring a lot more joy and peace to your life for yes. sure. And so what what this is, though, is it, it asks you in this article, it says to look at, and I think this is huge. I don't know. This was eye-opening for me. Yeah. Um, is to look at how you want to be treated and how you want to be talked to. Yeah, so kind of like the golden rule, you know, like treat people how you want to be treated, but talk to people the way that you would want to be talked to. Right, use the words that you would want to hear over you. Yeah. Right? Typically, it's the sarcasm and jokes that I would use. I don't know if I'd want them said over me. Yeah. Well, it's kind of <laughs> like they're kind of funny when about, I'm saying It's only them. funny when until it's you. <laughs> right, but um, I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that either. But this is a really good way to look at it because, you know, I come... come Come in hot sometimes with some quick retorts that are really rude or just really awkward, put me in really awkward situations. We're not going to talk about it. But just being able to talk to other people the way that I want to be talked yeah. to. Yeah, And I, I think we can all do that. I mean, and, and it's looked upon as a power. It, I mean, it does. It's like, oh, if you if you can talk back quickly and have these smart Alec responses, like you're just so cool. How many but, times have you heard people say, oh, I wish I want to come back, you know, and I just want to snap off things like that, you know, just to them. It's like, it's, yeah, it's so it's even looked upon as a power. Yeah. That you want not, to attain. Though. But yeah, it's really not because it's taking away power from other people. You and know so, what the power move is, though? Turning the cheek and just like giving them kind words, even if they're not being super kind to you. Right, and bowing out and see how that changes things. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to affect you positively, and I 
would guess it's probably going to affect them positively as well. It really would. I mean, if we think about the world and where we are right now, particularly after the last two years, it's like who wants a little more kindness? Who wants to hear more positive words? Who I wants do. to be yeah. a blessing to those, everybody yeah. that they meet? And I'm raising my hands up high. I do too. We can I assure you, we're, our hands are up. Yes. Dear Lord, bless us. Guide our words. Holy Spirit, come and show us. Tell us, whisper to us what we need to say to help lift others up and build them. Help them to find joy in this world by our words, our very own precious words. Because the greatest gift to mankind is our words. Yeah. Because if we love, if we say that we love and we don't back it up with words, what do we have? Not really anything. Not really anything. No. No. So the three tips that we have to help you kind of get into the practice. Well, number one is just becoming aware, right? Yeah. Just kind of note the words that you're saying. You don't even have to do anything in that first part. No. Just note. But then if you decide, hey, you know what? I do have a lot of words in there that I don't like and yeah. stupid and dumb and uh, I don't know, just these negative things. Yeah. Then take a pause. Mm-hmm. Well, ask the Holy Spirit to guide your tongue. Right. But I think... You want to take a pause first. And oh, yeah. Yeah. We may have them in a different order here. Yeah, it's like, the paper doesn't say that. <laughs> the paper doesn't say that. But as we're doing this, we're, I'm reorganizing the areas. Because you really want to do this three-second rule first. Yeah. Take a pause before you speak. Yeah. And then when you have that pause, then you can ask the Holy Spirit to guide your tongue. Yeah. And then ponder, how would you want to be talked back to? Well, yeah. not right. back. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, you don't want to I talk want, back. I want but... back talk. What mom here <laughs> says, I want back talk, not me. No. But how would you want to be sp- spoken to? How would you want, right, what words do you want over you? Yeah. It's like, think about it like you're showering people, like when you speak, you know, yeah, sometimes you people are. spit and they shower. Okay. <laughs> we don't want that. But, you know, when you're speaking, right, think of a shower, a blessing of words. A blessing, indeed. That yes. showers the people that you're talking to. Yeah. With grace, love, peace, and dignity, respect. Exactly. I love it. I love it too. So, in closing, Mom, you gave us a little bit of, you gave us a little taste of a prayer. I love that. Yeah. Why don't you take it and run? Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it and run. You walked so I can run. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Please join me in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for bringing all of our listeners here. Thank you for the rain that just waters your precious earth. Mm. God, help us help us to watch our words. God, I ask that you just give us the Holy Spirit yes. to guide our tongues. Amen. God, we don't have to have it all figured out. We mm. don't need to know exactly what we're going to say. We don't need to sound intelligent or nope. on point. Nope. God, just give us the words to uplift people and yes. give them love and dignity God, give us the the words to just shower over people mm-hmm. with positivity, even if it we don't feel positive that day or other people might be, their energy is kind of bringing us down. God, I ask that, especially when we're in situations with people who are, their energy is kind of down, that we just love on them more so that mm-hmm. we can bring them up. Right. God, help us not to be bogged down by negative uh, negative words or negative self-talk mm-hmm. god help us to view ourselves as yes. 
chosen and beloved children of the one true king. God, when we see ourselves Mm -hmm. as children of the true God, we are able to use words and our actions show that we are loved. So then we can go out and love other people. God, our words are so, so important. And we are so thankful for giving, for you giving us that ability to communicate with people. God, I ask that you just bless our words and that you guide our, guide our tongues. Amen. God, thank you so much again for bringing our listeners here. We are so thankful for them. I ask that you bless each and every single one of them, Mm -hmm. that the words that we speak and the words that they speak and the words that they're, uh, words that are spoken to them are like honey. They're sweet and sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. God, we love you and we praise you forever and more. Amen. Amen. And sweet Jesus, holy name. Thank you. <laughs> that Amen. Was, that was amazing and beautiful. I love that. It was so Thank powerful. You. I love what you had said and some of the aspects you had thrown in there. And yes, we're all children of the one true king. And we need to remember that yeah. when we're interacting with each other. That we need that respect mm-hmm. for each other. So go on out there and be a blessing through your words and shower yes. the world with your beauty. Amen. And until next time, we'll see you in two weeks. Meet us back here for another inspiring topic. Yes. That will move you into that joy. So we'll see you then, my sugar pea, sweet pea, wonderful listeners. <laughs> in faith and love, Kelly and Jaina. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So go there and give us a follow and a like and comment. Yep. And you'll find inspiration, words of wisdom, and we're sharing God's love and word. And faith and love. Kelly. And Jada. Bye.